guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So the story I want to hit today, just after this whole week of studying about the Abrahamic covenant, understanding who Abraham is, we have a messy story in the midst of all of this, and it's in chapter 16. So as we're going through this story, you're going to see Abraham and Sarah. This covenant has been given to them that all of the families of the earth will be blessed. You know, seed that will be numbering the sands of the sea. You got posterity, you've got land and everything. Problem was, and many of you know this, that Abraham and Sarah could not have children at this point. So in our mind, all of a sudden, when promises are not realized, we start putting an expiration date on those promises. And we're just like, ah, we've got to do something. So in this story, in this chapter 16, the chapter heading says, Sarai, or Sarah, gives Hagar to Abram as his wife. Hagar flees from Sarai. An angel commands Hagar to return and submit herself to Sarai and Hagar bears Ishmael. This is kind of a messy story. And you've got, you know, here, here's my handmaiden. We got to have children somehow. And so I think these these guys are just doing their best. I don't want to make judgment calls, but that's a rough situation to be in. It's messy. We are messy humans, and I get that. So with that in mind, I want to introduce you to a friend of mine, okay? Uh, My friend's name is Brandon, and Brandon is a pastor for a church down in Florida. He's not a member of our faith, but good as Christian as anybody out there. He and his wife, Vanessa, do this YouTube channel. And one of the things they focus on is they focus on uh, the series The Chosen, if you're familiar with The Chosen. It's awesome. I love it. And... um, just over the holidays, uh, the, the Chosen produced a thing called Christmas with the Chosen. And in this, there's great little, there are little vignettes or little monologues that uh, actors from the Chosen shared about little principles. And there's one principle in here where this story is focused on. Now, um, Brandon, uh, this friend of mine, Brandon gives a wonderful commentary. So I want to show you his commentary about Abraham and Sarah and specifically about Hagar and something that is a wonderful little lesson for you and I about this. So check out this message. I think you'll love it. So let's dig into this story a little bit more. We see as Abraham, one of the fathers of the faith, is with his tribe. He's with Sarah, his wife. And they've been told by God, you're going to have a baby, who we know later on is going to be Isaac. But so far, it hasn't happened, and they begin to doubt. Abraham doubts that Sarah is capable of conceiving a child, and Sarah is thinking the same thing. So what do they do? They come up with a scheme, as all humans often do. They think to themselves, maybe we can help God out. Maybe we can make this plan go a little bit faster or make it happen at all. And let's have Hagar, a servant from Egypt, sleep with Abraham. This whole situation got really, really messy. And we don't have a ton of the details here, but Hagar felt enough in danger or threatened or hurt that she ran away. Now, when Hagar runs away, she's still pregnant with Ishmael and she doesn't know quite yet what's going to happen. But the angel of the Lord appears to her. And if you don't know, generally when the Bible says the angel of the Lord, the general consensus is that we believe this is a Christophany. That means Christ coming before his incarnation, before his birth, down to earth, and being with humans and communicating with them. So if you can imagine Christ coming down to Hagar and telling her, you're pregnant and you're going to have a son. His name is going to be Ishmael. And this was what he's going to be like. And we have to understand this from Hagar's perspective as well. 
Sarah and Abraham came up with this plot in the first place. It was not her idea to sleep with Abraham and to become pregnant and have all this happen to her. And so Abraham is not seeing her as Hagar. He's seeing her as a way to fulfill God's prophecy. Sarah is not seeing her as Hagar. She's seeing her as a way to fulfill what God has told Abraham. And the rest of the tribe is not seeing her as Hagar. They're seeing her as this woman who has created all of this drama and issue within the tribe itself. So everyone doesn't see Hagar as Hagar. They see her as the issues that she's created or the issues that have been created around her. And this creates a situation where Hagar feels like nobody sees her except for God. When the angel of the Lord appears, she names him Adonai El Roy, the God who sees me because she feels as if nobody else in the world sees her. And so God sees her. And I love the way that she says this here. She says, I now see the God who sees me. Now, I love the way that this monologue is written because it's not just telling us about the name El Roy or Adonai El Roy. It's not just telling us about the story of Hagar, but it's bringing it forward. And I think there's three main steps that Tyler Thompson, the writer of this uh, monologue, of all the monologues, really does well. And so he starts with Hagar here in the past the very first instance of Adonai El Roy, the God who sees me. And then as we move forward, Tyler begins to form this metaphor. We see as Hagar has called God Adonai El Roy. But then in this middle age where Israel keeps on getting conquered and conquered and conquered, God's chosen people are destroyed over and over again, taken over, over and over again, subjugated over and over again. They feel like God is not there. They feel like God does not see them that their hour is the darkest that it possibly could be. But then, as always, as we always talk about, Jesus came down. He was born in a manger. And because of this, we understand that God does see us. Not only does he see us, but he understands us. Emmanuel, God with us, right? And so we have a different perspective. We come from this place of Hagar being in the darkness to the Israelites as a whole being in the darkness, and then us, ourselves, having no hope, being in the darkness, until we do have hope. We have Christ that has come for us. He died for us so that we may have hope. Because even when we don't realize it, right? Just as Giovanni says in this monologue. Even when we can't see God, he sees us. Even when we can't see a way forward through the night, he's preparing a way. And what about you? What struggles are you going through right now? Financially, relationship-wise, whatever it is in your life. Maybe your health is declining. Maybe your family's health is declining. Do you know that God sees you? Do you know that God has a plan for you? That he loves you? He does. God is good. <laughs> I love his testimony. Brandon has got a wonderful testimony of Jesus Christ. He is a good, wonderful man, and I love what he taught me about this. Uh, what's interesting with this Adonai El Roy, which means the God who sees, in the Come Follow Me manual for this week, it says, reading about Hagar could be an opportunity to discuss how the Lord helps us when we feel wronged. You might point out that Ishmael, who is the son of Abraham and Hagar, means God hears. When 
have we felt that the Lord heard and helped us when we felt wronged? So as you go through this story, you have got Adonai Elroy, who is the God who sees. You've got Ishmael's name, who is the God that hears. When we're going through difficult times where it's just a difficult thing in our life, always remember you have a God who sees you and you have a God who hears you. Even when you may not know and you might not be thinking that, he is there and I've felt that. I have felt the God who sees and the God who hears. So I love that message and I hope it helps you as well. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.